We are back with another episode of Made for Philly. I am Bryce Zelinski alongside Taylor Lattimore. What's Made that? Oh, no. <laughs> Made for Philly. Oh, wow. We're off, we're off to a blazing start. No, this is sports <laughs> with a Z and a T. My goodness. Oh, my. That's bad of me. See, that's what happens when you do two shows. It was bound <laughs> to happen. Honestly, I'm impressed that I haven't done it more. So that's the first time I'm, I've ever I'm done that. Impressed that you didn't like realize you just like I didn't. Really, I just went with it, and I and I know Philly. it's not. I know it's not made for Philly. My entire agenda has nothing Philly related, but nonetheless, yeah. this is sports with a Z and a T. I am Bryce Zelensky alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are, of course, presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Mohawk Honda, Johnstone Supply, and Troy and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Um, our agenda is not Philly sports related. We have some college <laughs> football to talk about as well as the NFL. And let's get right into it, Taylor. The college football playoff rankings were out on Tuesday night. Um, this past week, not a whole lot happened uh, outside of Boomer Sooner. Thanks for playing. See you bye. They lost to Baylor and they are out of the top 10. That's the only change in the top 10. The top 10 now reads, well, the top seven is unchanged. And that goes as follows. Georgia, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati at five, Michigan, six, Michigan State, seven. And then Notre Dame moved up to eight. Oklahoma State moved up to nine and Wake Forest moved up to 10. Baylor is at 11 on the outside looking in as a two loss team. Uh, I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on it because it was kind of chalk for the most part. I mean, really, the biggest loss was Oklahoma. I guess you could say Texas A&M losing to Ole Miss as well. Um, NC State took another loss, dropped four spots as well. But other than that, I mean, the, the top seven, which is who we were thinking has a legit shot at the college football playoff is still intact um and it, it brings on the conversation that we had last week and, and we won't dive into too much of it because it is the same conversation basically as last week uh, the conversation really comes down to what happens with Oregon and Ohio State if they finish with the same record what does Cincinnati need to have happen if for them to even have a chance to go to the college football playoff I think it would have in my to opinion be, uh, nothing I, right. At this point, it's starting to look like not a whole lot is going to help them. Um, does Notre Dame as an independent really have a chance at the semifinal? It'd be tough to see that. Um, Oklahoma losing did help Cincinnati. I will say that Oklahoma losing is kind of one of the we keeps them alive. We, we played out the scenario that, you know, what happens if Oklahoma and Notre Dame or Oklahoma, Oregon and Ohio State are sitting there and all win their conferences. Um, Oklahoma is now out, so that takes one out. Notre Dame's hanging around. They don't have a conference championship to play in, though. And then who's the biggest Big 12 hope now? Uh, you'd have to say it's probably Oklahoma State at this point. They still play uh, Oklahoma. Uh, and I, I don't know. It, it's tough to see a Big 12 representative at this point. And then, obviously, the conversation it really lies with what happens if Bama loses a close game to Georgia. We talked about that last week. Um, pretty much from here on out though, it, it's going to be chaos these last two weeks of the college football season. As we look towards conference yeah. championship week as this, I mean, the, the picture is starting to come into focus a little bit, right? Like where mm -hmm. we know, like I said, in my opinion, there's seven teams that have a real shot at this. I'm not considering Notre Dame because they don't play in a conference. And I just, I don't think they, they have enough left 
to give the committee any real thought of putting them in the top four. Oklahoma State coming out of a week, Big 12. Mm-hmm. So that leaves me my seven. Uh, uh, Georgia, best team in the country. Yep. Bama, we'll see what they do. Oregon, if they <clears> win out, they'll be in. Ohio State, if they win out, they'll be in. Uh, Cincinnati needs help. And then obviously the two wild cards are between Michigan and Michigan State, who's going to win <clears throat> because they both play Ohio State now these last two weeks of the season. Ohio State has Michigan and – or uh, no, they, they've already they, – they play Michigan this week, I believe. I don't know. I have to look at the schedule. Um, uh, yeah, I can pull it up for you. Uh, they play – They play Michigan State Michigan this State week and then, and then Michigan, Michigan. – Right, right, right. Because yeah. Penn State plays Michigan State the final week. So Ohio State has Michigan State and Michigan these next two weeks. So you're going to learn a lot about them. Um, I, let me tell you, I, I was at the Penn State-Michigan game this this past weekend. And, uh, I, I mean, Michigan's one of those teams they are going to rely on their defense. They I, I, they really should have lost that game. Um they're not they're not gonna he they're said not that gonna was a lock he said it was a lock Penn State was gonna win yeah I did I did and they really should have outside of that one play to the tight end that uh that broke him free for the 55 yard touchdown Penn State had the lead with three minutes left so I, I mean it was there it was a very good game it was a very cold game but um <laughs> needless to say I know what Ohio State is and I know what Michigan is <clears throat> I'd be stunned if Ohio state is not the team out of the big 10 East to head to the big 10 championship. Yeah. I would expect Ohio state to be there. And then you get into that, that stupid argument that, I, that we had last time. And that uh, ad, a lot of people are having where it, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati runs the table. How much do you value? And uh, well, they still, they still have Alabama. Really? The Houston. only thing they have left is Houston. That's really all you have left. If you're Cincinnati and yeah, that's not, not, even if you anything. win, right. And Houston's 24th right now, ranked barely in the top, but uh, you don't really, that that's a win. You should, if you're the fifth team, uh, if you're the fifth best team in the country, like these rankings are supposed to indicate, then you should have no problem beating the 24 ranked uh, team. But Alabama is going to lose another game because they're going to lose to Georgia. I assume if they beat Georgia, then say, are they? I mean, I mean, I believe that Georgia will, will beat I do Alabama, too, but, but I think it'll you be can't close. just, yes. No, no, no. Uh, if anything could happen, and obviously Alabama could easily, uh, or well, not easily, but they, they very well could beat Georgia. And then it would make everything a lot easier because then you would have all one last teams and then Cincinnati, if they're undefeated, it's like, well, sorry, Cincinnati, you don't play anyone. Like if you want to be respected, Maybe you should try playing someone. Like I mean, they play, they play an unranked SMU who's eight and two right now at home this week. But even again, like yeah, SMU's eight and two, great. But they're they're coming out of the same conference, the American. They're not ranked. It's not a big <clears throat> win compared to any of the other top six programs that are in the top seven right now. And it's just one of those things like, look, Cincinnati, play who you play. You haven't, you haven't convincingly beaten some of these really bad teams. I go back to that stretch where they almost lost to Tulsa. Um, I, I I just can't reason it at this point. Um, The committee doesn't want to put Cincinnati at four and then have them be absolutely mollywopped by Georgia because that's, what's going to happen. You want, Oh, if they go in the college competitive, if they go in the college football playoff, they're going to be four. And guess what? You play Georgia. Georgia's been destroyed. Georgia's been beating teams on average of a 34 points this year. 
Yeah. What do you think is going to happen against Cincinnati? You're going to have another abysmal. Like, if you're the college football playoff committee right now, and, and you're looking at these teams, Georgia, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, should all set up some pretty darn good college football playoff matchups. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, though, like, if, <clears throat> if you're looking at these programs and you end up with Cincinnati as one of the top four teams in the country, that's a disappointment. That's a disappointment yeah. of a college football season because I mean, they I'm are not, not saying, one of the four best teams in the nation. I'm not saying that Oregon, <laughs> say Ohio State jumps Oregon and Oregon ends up being the the, the four. I wouldn't, I'm not going to say that Oregon isn't going to be destroyed by Georgia either because Georgia is just a very, 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 very good team. But Cincinnati, you just you don't have enough good wins. Like they're lucky to even be at five. Honestly, I mean they have some. I would put Michigan at five wins, to be honest but, with you. But Cincinnati should not be there. I'm sorry if anyone's a Cincinnati fan listening. I sincerely doubt it. But um, I was about to say, if we have any Cincinnati <laughs> fans listening to this show, I'd be impressed. Sorry, sorry, so, but uh, Cincinnati does not belong there. I'm sorry. And if Bama uh, loses to Georgia, I would take a two-loss Bama team all day and twice on Sunday over Cincinnati in the college football playoff. It's going to be so much better because you. I, I think the ultimate goal, if Alabama and Georgia play each other well is to have them meet again in the college football playoff, maybe in the national championship. And that would be an epic game. And I'd love to see it. Oregon has a big test this week. Um, they, they head out to Utah. They have a road ranked matchup with 23 ranked Utah uh, that that will be a good game, I believe. And if Oregon goes and convincingly wins, I think that kind of silenced a little bit of the critics, right? I, I mean, Oregon, mm-hmm going out on the road and having another big win that would certainly help their resume. Obviously Ohio state and Michigan state is another big, probably the biggest game of uh, the year because the winner of that game controls its own destiny. um, When it comes to going to the big 10 championship, like I said, I I've liked, I've been Mm -hmm. impressed with what Michigan state has done this year, but Ohio state's just a whole other beast. Did I, I mean, They put up 45 points in 16 minutes against Purdue this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. They put up 45 points in 16 minutes against Purdue this past weekend. Ohio State's just a whole other beast. And at home at the shoe, yeah, good good luck to Michigan State this weekend. Um, But other than that, not many big games on the schedule, I guess you could say – Bama at home against Arkansas is a big game, but 21 point favorites. I had Bama's going to smack <laughs> 21 smack, point favorites. So smack them cool. around. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> nothing but uh, chalk. We're going to have more to talk about for sure, because there's going to be a lot of, <laughs> there's going to be more movement next week uh, with the college football playoff rankings because of Ohio state, Michigan state, because of Oregon going on the road, Alabama playing Arkansas, Michigan is on the road against Maryland. Um, Don't sleep on Maryland. They've been pretty competitive this year in a lot of football games. So Michigan cannot take Maryland on the road lightly. Um, Do I think they're going to lose to Maryland? No, I do not. But keep an eye on that game as well. Michigan heads into 15 points in there as 15 point favorites. I would almost consider Maryland to cover that. I just feel like Michigan, this is kind of the letdown game. Not that they're going to lose, but they're coming off an emotional comeback victory on the road in Happy Valley. What do they have left in the tank against Maryland when they're probably looking towards the week after that 
when they play Ohio State. So just just keep an eye on that Maryland game, uh, if you will. Other than that, it is what it is. The college football playoff rankings pretty much the same as last week. I didn't want to spend too much time on it because we're going to spend a lot of time on NFL this week. But before we do that, I do want to remind our listeners that fall is officially here. And that does mean changes may be coming to your home. It may not feel like it. Uh, come Thursday when it's, you know, 60 degrees out and people are getting their last rounds of golf in. But I promise you, the cold is right around the corner. So does your furnace need to be replaced or are you looking for an upgrade for your heating system? Johnstone Supply in Troy can make sure your home is heated properly for this colder weather that is on the way. A family-owned and operated business. Johnstone Supply in Troy has been helping upstate New York residents for decades. Visit their store on 6th Ave in Troy for more information on how they can help you this fall. Whether it's finding the proper change for your filters or making sure your home is heated properly for the new weather, Johnstone Supply in Troy staff can help you answer any questions you may have from George to Tom and many more of the staff there. They are looking forward to seeing you and follow them on Facebook or even call them today at 518 Five nine two two Johnstone Supply in Troy. Uh, definitely check out those guys. They are a lot of fun. <laughs> I just wanted to point out something uh, funny as I was looking through the college football uh, lines. I, I was wondering what the the line for the Georgia uh, up against Charleston Southern, and um, they haven't even put out a line. They refuse to put out a line right now because they can't decide how high it should be <laughs> in order for people to actually bet on uh charleston southern to to cover the spread <laughs> i just thought that's ridiculous like they're looking at like 50s maybe 60s maybe they're playing you know. a four and five charleston southern <laughs> team that isn't a they're, they're not a d1 program by the no, way no no um no. they're they're in the fcs so um georgia I, I mean alabama had a line a couple of weeks ago that was like 50 <laughs> Uh, against, against an FCS team, though, I very rarely because Penn State. I remember Penn State playing Nova, and there wasn't a line for that game either. When there's yeah. an FCS team, very rarely are there lines because it's gonna be ugly. The, the, the their game last week, New Mexico State, that's Alabama won fifty nine to three. <laughs> I mean, what do you think Charleston Southern's coach is trying to preach to their players this week? Like go get them, shock the world. Like, let's be, like I, I mean, honestly, I don't know what you tell you. Go get them, boys. Going against the the Georgia Bulldogs right now. Like, I, I, I just like we're talking go out about there and them. have some fun. We're we're, we're 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 talking about Bama. Maybe maybe keeping it a close game against Georgia. What do you think? Char- All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> um, We'll keep an eye on that game and keep our listeners posted about what happened next week. I'll be shocked if it's under 60 points. I'll be shocked. The spread or like the margin of victory? Margin of victory. No, there is no spread. Yeah, I was going to. Well, they they might put out one later, maybe. No, 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 no. Usually (laughs) it it would be out. Yeah, no. Usually it'd be out by now. Um, I can see them not scoring at all. Charleston Southern. I mean, Georgia's defense is elite maybe maybe they'll get a a a field goal in the waning seconds to get the goose egg off the board um the nfl Hmm. i I don't really know what is going on in the nfl anywhere we know nothing taylor 
We we clearly we know, know nothing know about this things. about this NFL football season. Do we? Just because because I got my, I, some of my pick rights. Oh, we. Not I yet. mean, yeah, you're eight and six. I was seven and seven. That that's not really where I was getting. It's just. Oh, I mean, like you know, this the Ravens losing to Miami. <laughs> the Ravens losing to Miami. The Bucks losing to Washington. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, Rams losing to San Francisco. Uh, the Chargers losing to the Vikings. The Steelers granted Mason Rudolph, but still the Steelers tying the Lions. What? Um, for the second straight week, Taylor, the NFL is just a pile of heaping doo-doo. Um, and not that the con, not that, not that the content, like not that the product has been bad because the NFL is still the NFL, but I guess what what I'm getting to is this is the most wide open that I have seen the NFL be. In probably a decade, you Especially have you have no idea who the top team is in either conference. Some yeah. people say in the AFC it's the Titans. Some people still think it's the Chiefs. Some people are saying no, no, no. Even the Ravens lost. I mean, I was on the Ravens band, uh, train, leading that train. I was the conductor of that train, and then they go lose Thursday night to Miami and look like they can't even put points up on the board. Buffalo absolutely. Bitch slaps the Jets. Okay, great. It's the Jets. But they've looked terrible outside of that. The Titans are 8-2. As much as you want to believe in the Titans, you lost Derrick Henry. They're making it work. The Saints aren't that good. You lost to the Jets earlier in the year. Like, what are the Titans? The Chiefs looked like they're going back into form after doing what they did to the Raiders on Sunday night. The Steelers don't even get me started. The Patriots are turning into one of the hottest teams in football. All of a sudden the chargers, we were here thinking they were one of the best teams in the FC. They're holding, they're holding on to dear life of that last final seventh seed in the AFC. Then you have the the Raiders for it. Then you have the Raiders at five and four. You have the (sighs) Bengals at five and four. We talked about the Bengals being one of the top teams in the AFC at one point. You have the Carson Wentz-led Colts that all of a sudden think they have a chance. They don't. Um, they do. They do. They, don't. they, they don't. have as much of a chance as Philly does. And you've been saying when Philly was three. Those are one game out of a playoff spot, so right, the, buddy? So are the Colts. They're like one game out. They're pretty much the same. They're five and four. They're five and five. They're, they have one game less no, played. I, I need I need you to keep losing for that draft pick. Okay, keep playing. It's not you happening. Only... It's not happening. Although Except Carson only the needs Bills and the Bucks. And the Carson only needs to play one more full game, and then that seventy-five uh, percent mark will most yeah, likely the, hit. You're so. getting it. Like you're getting it. They're, yeah. Unless he gets injured, you're getting. Yeah. It. Yeah, we are. But yeah, we it's are. just a matter of where it is, and I'm hoping. Um, the Browns to keep to keep to keep pushing on. The, the Browns are five and five. The Broncos are five and five. I've just listed twelve teams that are still in the playoff hunt. <laughs> playoff hunt. Dolphins, Jets, Jaguars, and Texans are really the only teams out in the AFC. And then go into the NFC. Taylor, you thought the AFC was nuts. <laughs> Let me tell you about the NFC. The Packers are eight and two. Okay, are they the best team? Well, they haven't really looked that great either. Um, and now they just lost Aaron Jones, which I mean, AJ Dillon looked good. The Cardinals, I, I and, Aaron Jones and, will come back. He's on one to two weeks. Yeah. 
the Cardinals, I, look, and, I, and people want to say, well, duh, they lost because it's Colt McCoy, and then they look bad. They haven't had Hopkins. But that Cardinals defense is having its problems that I predicted they would have at the beginning of the year. If you go back to rem- when we were making our predictions, and the reason I wasn't so high on the Cardinals, like I, they were getting there. The offense is good. Obviously, they'll have Kyler come back probably this week. They'll have DeAndre Hopkins come back. The offense will be good. But that defense is leaky. And what not a very happened, good rush defense. They're really bad at stopping the rush. They're really bad at stopping the I rush. I think they're the and, worst actually in the in the league. And when it gets closer to playoff time, teams are running the football more. And if you can't stop the run, you can't control time of possession. Um, teams are going to run down your throat. And <clears throat> you saw Carolina do that with ease this past week. And I have concerns about Arizona, Dallas. I'm not really look. They had a bad week against Denver. Yeah, Let, let's just sure. put it that way. And then they go That's out bad. and absolutely annihilate Atlanta. Okay, but it's Atlanta. Like <laughs> Atlanta's bad. Really bad. They're 4 and 5, but they're bad. Like I I don't know what to take out of them. I still don't like their defense. Um their offense it is what it is. It's very good. Defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, you go and lose at home to Washington <laughs> after a week of – they lost to the Saints. So in two of their last three games, they've lost to the Saints and they've lost to the Washington football team. That mm-hmm. leaves the Rams, who's your Super Bowl pick. Yep. Seven and three L.A. Rams. They have looked abysmal these past two weeks. It's a good time for the buy and Odell Beckham Jr. to get acclimated with them losing Robert Woods to a torn ACL. But they've been absolutely dominated by the Titans and the Niners the past two weeks. So what are the what are the Rams? Are they the team that we saw start off seven and one? Or are they more somewhere? They're not what they've done the past two weeks, but I think it's kind of more in the middle. They're beatable. And then yeah. after that. Taylor, the sixth seed is the five and four Saints. They're going downhill because Trevor Simeon Taysom Hill is not taking that team to the playoffs. Carolina's five and five. Look, great. You brought in Cam, but there's a reason Cam got released. Um, I mean, look, it's a nice better story. Better than Sam Darnold, though. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Yes. Um, but <laughs> a net improvement for the team, even though <laughs> there, there he's just go. Cam. Yeah. Um, Look, it's a nice story. It's a cool story, but eh, like I'm not convinced Carolina is going to keep this up either. Minnesota, they look like one of the better teams in football one week, and then they can't beat, you know, you know, they go and beat the Chargers, but they'll go and lose to like the Lions. I mean, they're, they're, they're a horrible, <laughs> they're a horribly inconsistent football team. The yep. Niners, they're four and five. I'm shocked they beat the Rams, but I don't think they're, as good as advertised right now. You have the Eagles at four and six. Keep an eye on them because they have the easiest schedule left in the league. Uh, this week, they play the five the and five home. Colts don't have a chance, but the four and six, I know I'm obviously busting your balls. Yeah, yes, you, you are. <laughs> the Eagles at four and six are 11. And then it starts to fall off. Washington football team at three and six, the giants three and six, Seattle three and six, um, Seattle might find themselves back in the conversation a little bit, but I, I there's something going on out in They're Seattle and some discord, uh, there 
Russell looked horrible. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, the dude hasn't played for a couple weeks. I give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. But and then Chicago three and six, and then the oh eight and one. Detroit Listen, Lions. Chicago, Chicago is a bad team, but they're trending in the right direction in terms of fields is looking good. He should have won that game. Like they, they absolutely should have won their last game um, against the Steelers. I am in full uh, support of the, the refs kind of screwed them on that uh, loss to the uh, Steelers. So I, I, I'm not too worried about, I mean, Chicago is obviously not going to do anything this year, but I think that we've seen enough from, uh, fields to know that he is he's the guy he's 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 their future um and he, he they play the uh the ravens this week and fields versus lamar to like heavy mm-hmm. run court quarterbacks is gonna be mm-hmm. quite the show quite the show yeah so uh <clears throat> i mean we we look at some of the games and we mentioned obviously san francisco beating the rams we mentioned a little bit about Carolina beating Arizona, the Chargers struggles a little bit. Um, Pittsburgh, they are kind of what they are, tying with Detroit with Mason Rudolph. Um, yeah, you Tam- get, without you ex- Ben Rathisberger. you can't expect Tampa to really be that bad again. Um, usually Brady yeah. after a bad loss is usually not good for the team they face the next week. Um and then Baltimore is not going to be as bad as they were losing to Miami. Um, but other than that, I mean, look, the, the, the point is in each conference, there's five teams that are out of it. That's it. Um, and, and really it's, so it's actually only four in the AFC, Miami, the jets, the Jaguars and the Texans. And then in the NFC, I'd say, Washington Giants, Seahawks, Bears, and Lions are probably now they're, you know, four of those five teams are three and six, but, and it's still, you still have what, eight games left. So, right? Yeah, eight games, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, because 17. So, eight games left. So, what's really going to happen? to be determined but it is wide open yeah a lot of movement can still happen and like yeah like you look at the chiefs and the the chiefs had that great win over the raiders are they back now are they gonna start putting up 40 a game every game and surge all the way back to the top of the conference can the titans keep it up with what they're doing without derrick henry you would think at some point that would catch up to them but because he i mean there's games if you look at the beginning of the year especially like the seattle game i think it was week two i want to say um that game basically they just gave it to derrick henry in the second half and he had nearly 200 yards rushing and like Mm -hmm. they literally just went on his back and are there gonna be games where they're obviously not able to do that and they're gonna suffer for it but i mean they're making it work they're doing things you know i don't know it's 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 very wide open and there's really no no one team you can say i think i can confidently say that i think that the packers and the Cardinals are the best teams in the NFC. I think I can say that with confidence. Um, in the NFC, I would go Packers, and uh, I still believe the Rams. I'm not going to say that. I think Cardinals. the Rams are right there, but they've just – Stafford has been playing like shit. Like, like It's not going to last that long. Like that last they have a bye game, week. They're going to I re-cool. understand that uh, uh, the Odell was brand new. He didn't really know. But the first interception that Matthew Stafford threw – 
he avoided some pressure and then he was looking in the direction of Odell and he just launched it. Like, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what throw. it was bad. It was it. bad. Yeah. It was like, what are you looking at? You threw it right to the, the two people defenders. Yeah. Like, it was double covered. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, if it had been an accurate throw that Odell maybe had a chance to do it, but it literally looked like he just kind of saw well, Odell and, like, it also, eyes and just launched it. It, it also kind of looked like, it wasn't really a rat. Odell was supposed to be a decoy on that play. It wasn't yeah. really a play because Odell didn't really expect that ball to be coming his way. And then yeah. he had the kind of like, Oh shit moment and realized yeah. two defenders were around him. So yeah, but, uh, I, they then, were not then, on the same page. And then if you look at the Rams defense, I don't know, like you add Von Miller, but like, there's a reason that the Broncos got rid of like, let him go is and traded him is, he, he, I mean, he's getting old. He's not as elite as he used to be. So I don't know if he really moves the needle as much. Like this defense should be a lot better. I feel like than it is uh, when you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey. I don't think you should be giving up points like you were to San Francisco. Like they'll get right. I just don't. I, I believe. I believe the Rams will. Hey, I hope they right do. They're the they are my Super Bowl pick still. So. <clears throat> let's go well before we do that actually before we head to our week 11 slate of games i do want to remind everybody about mohawk honda and the fact that the current supply and demand challenges within the auto industry makes this a perfect time for you to get top dollar for your vehicle and right now at mohawk honda you could go and take advantage of that kelly blue book instant cash offer they will put cash in your hand for your vehicle in the same day you come in even if you don't buy from them and that's a pretty sweet deal, especially for all those recent college grads or students in need of a new ride or some extra cash. Mohawk Honda has consistently kept their lot fully stocked with hundreds of pre-owned vehicles. And their large inventory makes shopping fun as you browse through the many makes and miles to choose from. You can go and check out their full selection online if you don't have time to head in or you want to do some research before going to Mohawk Honda. That is a useful tool for you. Stop in and say hi to Greg Johnson, the assistant general manager, or Jake Hot Sauce Doyle, even Louie, the VIP man Morales, or one of the many other helpful sales consultants there at Mohawk Honda. There is a vast selection of Honda certified pre-owned vehicles. So now is the time to take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. Mohawk Honda in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now on to our week 11 slate of games. It is a doozy slate of games. Uh, updated standings, Taylor, after year eight and six and my seven and seven, I have a four game lead on you. I am 96 and slowly, but surely 96 <laughs> and 54. You are 92 and 58. Hey, so my, my, uh, my lock for, um, Travis Rigney show Patriots over the Browns. Yeah. That looked pretty good. Yeah. 45, seven. Gotcha. That was, uh, that was our difference last week. Cause yeah. I had, I had Cleveland, um, Baker looked horrible. Um, yes. the, the entire, all the entire Browns team looked hard. I mean, Bel- Belichick is great at making quarterbacks who are not that good look even worse. Yes. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. He is a master. He, he is a mastermind at that. And Baker mm-hmm. got exposed. Now, granted his left arm is hanging on by pins. And, and needles. there's no Nick Chubb. He had to and go no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt. No, I'm going to say it. No Odell Beckham jr. <laughs> um, like, look, there was success the week immediately following, but clearly that offense is not full pace. And uh, for some some reason, the Browns defense did not show up. Mac Jones did whatever he wanted to do uh, against 
the Patriots. And speaking of the Patriots, that is our first game of the mm-hmm. week, Thursday night, tonight, 8-20 on Fox. They head down to Atlanta, a rematch of Super Bowl 51. Um, yeah. Something like that. Well, the Eagles was 52. Yeah, yeah, Eagles was 52. So, yeah, Patriots, Falcons was 51. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan's still around, but Tom Brady is not. Mac Jones of the Patriots go back to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome to uh, – no, it's not. Is it the – no, it's not the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Yeah, it is. is it? Is. Okay. Yep. Okay. All well, right. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Mercedes-Benz Superdome is New Orleans. Yes. Very confusing there. Yes. Um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The Patriots <laughs> – play a really really bad falcons team that just absolutely got manhandled by dallas um i'm gonna go with a shocker uh patriots in this one the falcons are starting to regress to a point that i don't know if there are winnable games left on their schedule yeah even on the road new england is seven point favorites in this game um i'm picking new england i i have had my doubts about mac jones but i'll give him his credit where credit is due he has looked pretty damn good in these last couple of games, sure he's, has. he's he's moving the ball where he needs to. Um, and that offense is clicking and their defense is always on point. Uh, Patriots, one of the scariest teams in the league right now. They are on fire. I expect them to continue and beat the Falcons. First game of the Sunday slate, the Saints head to Philly to take on my birds. I will be in attendance to that game. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, the Eagles should be getting Miles Sanders back this week, which is huge. That means that Eagles are going to lose, right? Because every game you've gone to so far, they've lost. Yeah, so far. <laughs> um, but that's not typically the trend. This, I, And I was actually just <clears throat> having a, a conversation about that. Like, usually when I go see the Eagles, they win. Like, this mm-hmm. year has been weird. Really, really, really weird. But, no, I, I mean, Taysom Hill slash Trevor Simeon and the Saints and company coming into Philly. The Eagles are playing some of their best football. They played their best game of the year against Denver. Um, Ran the ball effectively. Jalen Hurts threw the ball better than he ever has as the starting quarterback of the Eagles. Um, Really picked apart a good Denver secondary that ended up having Pat Sertain. Um, Devontae Smith, that connection is starting to blossom. Getting Miles Sanders back. Goddard is expected to be back from the concussion. The offensive line looks stable. The offense is finding their identity, Just the, and the defense played better. Um, with the trajectory of both teams, the Saints going downwards and the Eagles going upwards, Eagles at home, I'm going to take the birds in this one. Um, you're not going to like me but I'm going to pick uh, the saints uh, because the saints actually have one of the better run defenses in the league. And uh, since the Eagles have been so reliant on the run uh, these last couple of weeks, if the saints are able to slow that right. down and force Jalen Denver is pretty Denver is pretty good against the run too. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm going saints. I just think that they're going to slow it down enough that they're going to force Jalen hurts to try to throw it more, which Maybe he'll prove me wrong and he'll he'll do great at, but I just have doubts about him having to throw the ball like 20, 30 times. Different, uh, different season, different team, different coaching staff for the Eagles. Just a friendly reminder that Jalen Hurts' first career start was against the Saints and Taysom Hill last year, and the Eagles won 27 to nothing. Um, let's go to the next game, which is 
Oh boy. Oh baby. What a game. <clears throat> Miami heads to MetLife to take on the Jets. Um, flip a coin, any coin about which bad team is going to win this one. No, uh, I do like Miami enough. Uh, I've seen enough from Tua lately. He's kind of fighting for his last playoff spot. We don't really know if it's Zach Wilson or Mike White for the Jets. Mike White. It's Joe Flacco, actually. Oh, it's going to be Joe Flacco. Oh, even better. Even better. Uh, Neither. neither. It's going to be Flacco. Um, uh, (laughs) He's elite, though. So, like, uh, you maybe have to pick the Jets in this one. I'm going to go against the elite status of Joe Flacco, and I'm going to pick the Dolphins on the road. I will also pick the Dolphins on the road. I think that they'll do enough. I mean, the Jets are bad. We we know this. This is no secret. They managed Could to ruin my uh, suicide pool the one week, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Could I, the Jets I, come and beat the Dolphins? Sure, sure. They're at home. But, I mean, odds are, I think, for me. I mean, the Dolphins aren't good either, so. No, they're not. But, uh, you know, maybe Flacco shows up. Maybe but... Flacco does things. Maybe Flacco does things, but uh, uh, for my money, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Ron Rivera revenge game. Washington football team heads to Carolina to face Cam. What a story. Cam is probably getting the start. Uh, Ron Rivera heads to Carolina uh, to lead a team. I mean, look, he's they're feeling their oats, beating Tampa Bay at home, uh, heading to Carolina, and hopefully to be – you know, re-energized offensively by Cam Newton being put in the fold. This is a tough game because Washington is not the, that's not who Washington is, is beating Tampa Bay. That's not who Washington is. And Carolina is like, okay, what are they really going to be? Um, Washington just lost uh, Allen or, or no chase young. I'm sorry. Yeah, not Allen uh, to a torn ACL, which is a huge blow. Um, their defense hasn't been good. Taylor Heineke is up and down, had his best game of the year, I, I believe, against Tampa. Um, this is a tough man, this is a tough game. Carolina's defense is good. They have McCaffrey back. Cam might be able to at, at least for a week or two re-energize this offense. Yeah, I'm going Carolina in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Carolina in this one too, just because you know, Cam coming back. He was excited last game. We ran that ball in. Um for a touchdown he threw a touchdown as well um pre-puberty so, cam yeah so i think just coming into that game you know washington i just don't know what to make of that last win uh um, i don't had right it, that's not who they are that's just I not who they are that. i mean listen they 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 played a close game and then that final drive that they had um i, I watched some some film on it I follow some guys that uh, posted some videos of the the final drive and really broke it down. And it was, it was a fantastic drive that they, they did to, to really ice the game. But can you consistently count on that happening? I'm going to go with no. And so I'm going to go with the Panthers. They have Christian McCaffrey back. Obviously he's looking back into form. Thank God for my fantasy team He's giving me, give me some hope. I'm still alive in Godzilla media. If he keeps producing, doesn't get hurt again. Um, and then with Cam Newton there, I'm sure he's going to add um, some rushing touchdowns, some maneuverability a little bit. So, yeah, I'm going Panthers. As much as I hate picking them because they usually screw me. 
the infamous Taylor picks Carolina week. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Although they're playing against the other team you fell in love with, which is Washington. That's true. So, That's true. So, so I really used to Washington back in the day, but that only lasted like three weeks. Yeah, that didn't <laughs> last if very that, long. If uh, that. Panthers now, at least made it like five games in before I was like, fuck this. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not picking them ever. Uh, your Colts, Taylor, had to, had to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Now, Buffalo hasn't been playing that great, obviously. They lost to Jacksonville, and then they rebounded and obliterated the Jets this past week and, and caused Rex Ryan to call out Robert Sala in the whole nine yards. Everybody knows what happened. Uh, but this is also a Bills team that needs to find its identity still on offense. The Colts defense has been playing well. Carson Wentz has been playing well, although they almost blew it against the uh, Jaguars as well. So both teams have struggled in the past two weeks against the Jaguars. So take that for what you will. Um, I'm going to go Bills, though. They they still are, in my opinion, one of the best teams in the AFC, and the Colts simply aren't. Um, <laughs> Bills are going to win this game. Um, oh, your heart is pulling at the strings right now. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to follow it. I'm picking the damn Colts. They're going to win this game. Man, they are surging as much as they can right now. They just need to put together a complete game from start to finish. I mean, they, they're winning games, obviously, but like I wouldn't say that that game against Jacksonville are, was great. Um, I think he almost anything, lost. So yeah, no, yeah, what, if, if anything, Jacksonville's defense is definitely the best part about it um, without question. And it really made the Colts struggle. But I think that Jacksonville just kind of has a sneaky, good defense, like decent defense, like headed by Jonathan Allen, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, um, but I really do think that that was just a fluke. And when the defense needed to come up, strong at the very end of the game they were able to force a fumble they have the most turnovers of any team um 21 i believe uh so i think that the colts are going to be able to run the ball and beat the bills and i'm scared picking them because i want them to win so badly they need to win at least one of these next two games against the bills and the bucks to stay alive preferably both but you know that's a lot to ask for. You uh, you should be scared about picking the Colts. Um, Shut up. Well, you're, the Saints are going to beat the Eagles. So. No, they're not. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> Get dunked the... on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Simmer down we'll over see. there. We'll see in a week when we come back and I'm, I'm all right across the board. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you think that. You go ahead and think that. Uh, none of us have been close to doing that all year. You're not doing it no, this you're, week. You're right. Well, uh, there's always going to be an upset that we we don't. Pay. Sure. Uh, the Lions head to Cleveland. Cleveland's playing bad, but not that bad. They're going to beat the Lions. Lions still haven't won a game, not picking them ever. The Browns, for sure. Let's play the Jets. Maybe I'll pick them then. I mean, they... You know, yeah, I might, I might pick Detroit if they were to play the Jets, but they don't. I think so. they're better than the Jets because the Lions always are in these scrappy close games and they just never finish the game well at the, the end. The thing about the Lions is they're a bad football team, but they always compete. Yeah. Always compete. They're just a bad football team. Um but, but I'm picking I'm picking the Browns. As uh yeah. as anybody with half a brain would. Uh Sam- the Browns just got lit up by uh the Patriots, so they have to yeah. Not 
let that happen against the Lions. San Francisco at Jacksonville. San Francisco's feeling their oats a bit. Jacksonville is starting to compete a little more, but they're still a bad football team. I'm going to go with San Francisco. That stadium's going to be filled with a sea of red uh, down in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence has not been playing well at all. I'm going Niners. Yeah, I, I was. I'm half tempted to go with the Jaguars just because their defense isn't playing so much better than I think that they'll make the San Francisco 49ers struggle. But I'm going to go with the Niners because yeah, but San Francisco's defense has been playing well too. And the offense on the other side of the Jaguars is absolutely horrendous. Abysmal. And they might not have James Robinson this week. Uh, He just popped up on the injury report with a knee injury. So we'll see. That sucks. I have multiple leagues. (laughs) Yeah. They said it's minor, but he might be out this Mm. week. Um, Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Look, Tennessee is, they have the best record in the AFC. Um, Whether you think they're the best team in the AFC is another thing. However, uh, against Houston, Tennessee is going to win rather easily. Two teams that I don't really care for because obviously divisional rivals are the Colts. Um, not that the Texans are really rivals. I was about to say, rivals. are the Texans a rival? No, no, no. Titans used to not be either. That's the thing is like, this is new for the Titans in terms of playing against the Colts. Colts beat the Titans more often than not. And I think I've said this before. Andrew Luck in his short career never lost to the Titans. So like, it was always a thing where like, you know, Colts play the Titans. Oh, Colts are going to win. I hate that it's been turned around this time, but yeah, the Titans are going to beat the Texans. Texans are bad. Titans are one of the best teams, if not the best team in the AFC right now. It's hard to say, but you know, it is what it is. Titans roll. Packers at Vikings, uh, another divisional matchup. This time, the NFC North Packers currently hold the top seed in the NFC against the Vikings team. Like we've said, up, down, and in between every single week. You don't really know what you're going to get from the Vikings. Uh, The Packers with another week with Aaron Rodgers back from the COVID list. Um, I just look, the Packers are my Mm -hmm. NFC representative pick. I'm not picking them to lose to the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, divisional games can get really weird. The Vikings are the home team. Um, but <clears throat> when it comes down to it, I do expect the Packers to win this game. Um, this is one where we could be looking at it next week, and you know, it might be the one that we missed the pick on. <clears throat> but it's too close for me to go crazy trying to pick the, uh, the upset of the week. But... I'll say that I put it on watch that I think the Vikings could potentially win because we don't ever know what they are. Um, It's a divisional game, and those get really crazy sometimes. They're the home team, uh, so they've got a lot going in their favor, but I'm going to pick the Packers conservatively. Let's go to the Ravens at the Bears. Obviously, the Bears were off last week, and the Ravens, uh, just did not show up on Thursday night down in uh, South Beach. Had the worst game of the season. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago. I got to go Ravens, though. Like I, I do like what Justin Fields is doing. <sighs> However, to your point, Taylor, Chicago is one of the worst teams in the league um, still. I got to go Lamar. Even though Lamar Fields, it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm going Ravens. I still believe they're one of the better teams in the AFC. Yeah, it definitely will be a fun matchup. Um, But, I mean, 
Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson leading this team. He's still in the MVP conversation. I mean, that loss to Miami really uh, kind of knocked him down a peg. But I don't think anyone's really running away with the MVP this year. I don't know. Not really. The player who's running away. No, it's just not. It was going to be Derrick Henry. <clears throat> yeah. Or, or it could still be Kyler, but he's he missed the last two games, and that hasn't helped. Um, but Lamar Jackson That's a is good still... point. Who, who is the MVP? I, I still think Lamar is a very heavy favorite. I but... mean, he's leading He's leading the team, obviously, in, like, pass yards, but he's also leading the team in rushing. Um, I mean, you could... you could 39 yards. I, I was going <sighs> to say possibly Joe Burrow at one point, Justin mm. Herbert at one point. Um, Early on. Tom Brady at one point, but that Tom I mean, Brady at one point possibly still Brady. Washington. Maybe. Brady Brady's up there. I mean, it, these everyone's had a bad game at this point, so I don't. I feel like I mean, besides for Kyler, Kyler really hasn't had a bad game. They, yeah, they but he's missed off. too much time. He's missed too much. <laughs> he's time. missed two games so far, I think. So yeah, it, I mean, he could definitely come back, and if he lights it up for the rest of the season, he definitely can vault himself right back into the conversation. He had one game where he lost against the Packers, which they probably should have won if if AJ Green had a brain at the end of the game. Um but so I and think Rogers, I mean Rogers is I mean yeah, outside winning, of the one games winning. he's yeah. If you want to talk running backs, I mean you could throw Jonathan Taylor in there, but I really don't think that he's really in the discussion unless the Colts keep going on this this winning streak. Uh they haven't lost when he's had over 100 yards in a game. They're like 6 and 0 so far or 5 and 0. Yeah, 5 and 0. Because they've only got five wins, but they're five and zero when he rushes for more than hundred yards, which he has for the past like five games, so uh, or four games. So yeah, I uh, I don't know who's the MVP, but Lamar Jackson is certainly one of those in the discussion. Uh, I think that they will beat the Bears, the Ravens will, because they just lost the the Miami, and they can't afford to lose lose another game to a bad team. Um, even though, like you said, I like where Fields is going. He's not there yet, but in like a couple years, he could be on Lamar Jackson's level or close at least. Let's go to Cincinnati at Vegas. Um, the Raiders, look, they, they're starting to kind of, everything's starting to catch up. I think the adrenaline is starting to wear off <sighs> from like, we can face this. We can, we can beat, we can beat the adversity that we're facing and they're kind of coming back to reality um, where Cincinnati what is Cincinnati? Are they more the team that we were picking as the favorite to win that division? Or are they more of what we've seen these past two weeks, which has not been a very good football team? I think the bye did a lot of wonders for them. Uh, this is a tough game on the road. As much as I want to pick the Raiders, I'm going <sighs> to give Joe Burrow and that offense one last chance to prove that they're more of the team that we saw. I'm going Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that the, the bye week came at a perfect time for them. They really needed it after losses to the jets and then getting blown out by the Browns. Um, they come in against this tough Raiders team and I don't know the Raiders. They're hard to tell because I did think that they would be struggling early on because of all the drama that surrounded them. Um, but then losses to the, the I mean, the loss to the chiefs, the Chiefs are looking more like the Chiefs, so I don't really put that on them. The loss of the Giants, really, that that one was a head-scratcher. Um, and then Broncos and Eagles, the both wins right before that. And then they lost to the Bears the week before that. So it's 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 really hard to tell uh, with this Raiders team, but um, you know what? I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Oh. 
Okay. Home team, I think that they're going to do enough, and I think that the Bengals might be a little more of a smokescreen from the earlier season. Uh, I don't think they might be as good as they looked. I mean, when you lose to the Jets and then follow it up with another loss to the Browns, who the Browns aren't an amazing team either, so I, I, I struggle with the Bengals right now. So I think the Raiders win this one. What I'm struggling with is this game coming up which is Arizona at Seattle, because we don't really know um, if if he's going to play. He says he's pretty close to returning. Um, that came out on Wednesday. However, we don't really know if they're going to hold him out one more week. I feel like a divisional game on the road at Seattle would be a good time to bring Kyler back. Um, so I am going to go under the impression that Kyler Murray is going to play in this game for my pick. And I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm going to, I think with the, assuming Hopkins plays as well, um, I haven't seen a lot from C Seattle to feel confident in what they've been doing. I need to see Russell Wilson look like Russell Wilson again before I pick them. Yeah, and Murray was at practice um it would be yesterday if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, so he was back at practice uh, in a slightly limited capacity. So he's trending in the slightly right direction. Um, I really hope he comes back because I have him in multiple leagues. <laughs> <laughs> and I need him because he's one of my most consistent and top scorers. Um, so I hope he comes back. And assuming he does, I'm going to pick... Uh, the Cardinals, because the Cardinals, I believe, are one of the best teams in the uh, the NFC. Like, if if it's not the Packers, it's the Cardinals for me. I know you have the Rams up there, and I have the Rams right below the Cardinals, but I really do believe a lot in this Cardinals uh, uh, team as a whole. Yeah, they have a big hole when it comes to their rush uh, defense, but... And Seattle you know, might get Carson back this week, too, so... Yeah, so... It's tough. But I'm gonna yeah. go with the the Cardinals, especially because I go Wilson I go back to I go back to my point, and I need to see the offense click with Wilson back before I before I pick them in a game like this. Yeah. Um, that that's just my take. I I would not be shocked though if Seattle wins this game. Uh, Dallas yeah, at Kansas City. This look, this is a good game. I think we kind of saw what everybody was expecting of the chiefs out in Vegas last Sunday against a Dallas team that look a lot of people like a lot of people are hesitant on. I'm one of those that are hesitant because yes, they have the offense, but this defense is not good. And if this chiefs team is starting to finally click, they get Clyde Edwards, Alaire back this week. Mahomes finally looked like Mahomes. It's in arrowhead. This feels like a game that Dallas is not going to win, and I'm not sure it's going to be close. Uh, Kansas City's going to win this game, and they're going to win <laughs> by double digits. Um, yeah, it's – I mean, uh, earlier in the year, I know I said I'd probably pick the Chiefs every single time they play, and I think that that still holds true for the most part. Um, when you look at it, I mean – Patrick Mahomes still has 25 touchdowns on the year. He's one of the top. Uh, uh, He's still Patrick Mahomes throwers still in the league. I, that Mahomes. might be top. I don't. I don't have the the list right in front of me. But uh, oh, Tom Brady has 27. Uh, but 25 is definitely, if not two, then top three for sure. Um, he's still Patrick Mahomes, and that offense looked really, really good against the Raiders. If they can keep that mojo up, 
they can definitely take uh, advantage of the holes in this Cowboy defense. But on the other side, I mean, Cowboys defense can definitely take advantage of the holes in the Chiefs defense, which isn't very good either. If Kansas City can not turn the ball over, which they've been fairly decent at recently, Mahomes hasn't turned the ball over um, in a couple weeks, uh, I think the Chiefs will win this game, and I will pick them. Um, but this one's this one's close. Uh, so the top five passing touchdowns, Brady 27, then Mahomes at 25, Stafford at 24, Dak at 20, and Burrow at 20. So, right, so, so Chiefs still going to Chief. There's, there's still one of the best offenses in the league. Um, Patrick Mahomes is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, despite his early struggles. I mean, they've turned it around. They're above 500 for sure. And, and looking to, you know, storm back and take this division. Like it's still theirs for the taking. Like they have it. I think they have it right now. Uh, correct. Yeah. Cause the Raiders, the Raiders lost, they beat the Ra- uh, the Raiders. So yeah, they have, they have the division right now. So they want to hold on to that. I would assume it's, it's truly incredible that the Chiefs, like we were talking about the Chiefs just a couple weeks ago, losing the grasp of this division. And here they are once again in first See, place. After all is, that. The thing is, it wasn't really that they were playing abysmally bad. Like it wasn't like they were playing like the Jets or the Lions. It was just we have such ex- high expectations for this team and Patrick Mahomes that anything less than that was like we treated it as like, Oh my God, the world is ending. But it, mm-hmm. in reality, they were playing like, you know, averagely, you know, and we just expect this team to go above and beyond and be one of the best teams in the league every single year. That's a lot of pressure, especially on a young quarterback, like, like Patrick Mahomes. And he's dealt with it great. And you know, here they are. It didn't take long. Like it was early in the season. It didn't take long for them to turn it around. They only have four losses looking at six wins and I think they're going to keep surging. I don't know if they're going to surge past the Cowboys that easily. Cause the Cowboys are a good team, but I am still going to pick them. Sunday night is Pittsburgh at LA. The assumption is Ben Roethlisberger will be back. Uh, the chargers are reeling. It's talking about the AFC West. Absolutely reeling as a football team. Uh, they're one and three in their last four. Uh, including losses to the Vikings uh, and a couple other uh, teams of note. They did beat my birds two weeks ago. We won't talk about that. But (laughs) Pittsburgh is coming off a tie with Mason Rudolph against the Lions. Um, This is one of those games, though, like Chargers can't lose to the Steelers, can they? Um, I just feel like that offense is way more explosive than what the Steelers can do. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, there are three losses. The first two, Ravens and Patriots. You can't really fault them for that, especially like looking now like the Patriots are, are really, really good. Um, so, I, And that was a close game at that. Um, actually, I had two games back-to-back where the score was 27-24, to 24 and they were on opposite ends of them. Uh, they lost. 27-24 to the Patriots, and then one 27-24 to, against the Eagles. Um, and then the loss of the Vikings. And the Vikings, I just don't know what the Vikings are, so I don't even know how to look at that loss, right. especially since it was just a touchdown loss, a close game. But Steelers, <sighs> Steelers are not very good. I think that their record really is lying. Um, you know, they just 
sans Ben Roethlisberger, which he's not a world beater. Like Ben Roethlisberger is not like an MVP type guy. Um, so I, I'm going to go with the chargers, but you, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I don't feel great about it just because the chargers seem to be on uh, the downward uh, end of the stick here, but I think that they can do enough to beat the Steelers. Monday night giants at Tampa. And like I said before, uh, feel sorry for the, feel sorry for the opponent that faces Brady (laughs) after a bad loss. And it just so happens to be a really bad New York giants team uh, at home for the bucks. Um, Do I need to say anything more? The bucks are going to win this game by a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, they're coming off a win against the Raiders, the, the Giants are. Uh, but, you know, I I can't see them beating the Bucs in this game. It's, if they beat the Bucs, then it's almost time to hit the panic button on the Bucs because that would be back-to-back losses to Washington and, and the, the Giants. Giants. Yeah, two, that, teams that that I, be... two teams that you and I just considered out of the playoff hunt. So. Yeah, ex- exactly, and that would be devastating uh, for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So, yeah, I expect them to come out and win this game pretty easily, too. That would be the hope, and that is our addition. Otis is not happy today. He needs to cut it out. Um, I don't know what's going on over there, but uh need to simmer down over there, Paul. Uh, but... Uh, That will do it for our week 11 slate. We will keep you guys posted next week on how we do. And before we get to our final segment, which is fantasy studs and duds of the week, I do want to remind our listeners that we are also sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Check out our boy Jeremiah up there off exit 13N on the North Way. They have a really cool atmosphere, TVs, a great group of guys there to talk to and great rates as well. Uh, Keep in mind that you can book your appointment online as well as giving them a call, but go online. They have all their options there and they have all the open slots. It's really cool. You can see who's available and when, and you can pick when you want to go. And of course, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So you may want to head up there and get that fresh cut for the first holiday. I can't believe I just said that Taylor. Thanksgiving is next week uh this year is flying by so make sure you go and get that fresh cut up at saving face barbershop uh definitely recommend heading in there and checking out that atmosphere uh it is definitely something that you need to do so make sure you go in there and mention that you heard about them from us here at sports with a z and a t of course that is bryce and taylor let's go to our last segment fantasy studs and duds of the week a lot of injuries more injuries to report cordero patterson uh aaron jones of note uh julio jones is now on ir the lit the hits just keep coming you may get clyde edwards alaire back you may get miles sanders back saquon barkley may be back um so some people are coming back. Some people are out. Uh, it, it's it's that time of year, though. It's it's chaos on anybody's roster. Uh, let's start with the studs of the week. Wide receiver, running back, tight end. Taylor, who are you looking at to have a breakout week? So we're going to go back to our conversation that we were having about um, the Cardinals and their leaky defense. 
um, the leaky rush defense in particular. I think that this will be a good game to start Alex Collins, or if you're lucky and you have Chris uh, Carson and he comes back, um, start him as well, because you know, this, this Cardinals defense is, I think the worst in the NFL uh, uh, for the rush. And um, you know, the Seahawks need to find some type of offense and I wouldn't be surprised if they run the ball early and often to try to get some pressure off of Russell Wilson so that he can work in some play action and maybe look a little more comfortable um, back there. So, and I mean, obviously the least you have him throw with his finger, I know he's, he should be good, but he's still recovering from it. So I think Alex Collins and, or Chris Carson will be a good stud this week. I'm going to stick to that same game. However, I'm going to the Cardinals side of things and look at James Conner. He has quietly, Taylor, led the NFL in touchdowns this year and has been RB4 since week three. This is a perfect uh, matchup to explode uh, this week, and that would be the Seattle Seahawks, who have allowed a top five running back in three of their last four games and a top 12 running back in six of their last nine. Um, James Conner is going to run all over Seattle. That is what teams do against Seattle is run the football. Otis agrees. That's just what it is. Otis wants the input this week. He agrees. Uh, James Conner is going to have a very good game against the Seahawks. Let's go to duds of the week. Okay, Otis, that's enough. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, Taylor, so my, you're my, dud. My dud. <laughs> uh, all right, so my dud, you're, you're not probably going to like it, but I'm going back to the game that I picked against you. I picked the Saints to beat the uh the eagles for a reason and that reason was that the saints have a pretty good rush defense they've been pretty good lately uh against the titans you know sans derrick henry but still a decent rushing team they allowed only 66 rushing yards and then against the falcons the week before they allowed only let's see um 34 rushing yards um so you know putting that all together i think that you should fade, if at all possible, your your Philly running backs. Because, one, the Saints have a pretty good rush defense. And, two, they're already in a committee. So, even if one of them has a decent game, I can't expect that Boston Scott and Gainwell and Miles Sanders, if he comes back, all have good games. So, you don't, you don't, you don't know, really, especially if Miles Sanders does come back, you don't know who's going to be the guy for them because obviously you'd think it would be Miles Sanders. Sirianni said, Sirianni said that once Sanders is back, he's the starter. Take that for what you, you would, will. You would think, but earlier this newfound, in the year, this newfound identity that they have, Sanders, I think will have a nice second half of the year. I would hope so for his sake, because in the beginning of the year, they were just not running for some odd reason. Now oh, they are. Yeah, trust me. I'm well aware of what they were But I wouldn't doing. be surprised if they, <laughs> if Miles Sanders comes back and for some reason they still don't run with him for some unknown godly reason. But also going against the Saints, that worries me as well. So if, if I were an owner of one of these guys, I would probably fade them this week. Yeah. Um, you're not wrong, but you're also not right. I don't know. It's just kind of like one of those, in- <laughs> like it's, it's until you figure out the pecking order, also, like Miles Sanders, 71 yards to the, the Buccaneers the week before. So they're on a hot streak of, of keeping it low. Sure. As but a team, that's not even one guy. That's as the, a team. 
Right, right. No, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I'm going to say avoid the Titans' backfield. And and the reason I say that, look, look they play the Texans this week. It, 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 somebody's going to fall into the end zone. But you don't know who it's going to be. Is it going to be Deontay Foreman that we assume is going to be the go-to guy now? Um, might be worth taking a look at uh, waiver wire ads. If you, I mean, obviously waiver wires were already processed, and I'm sure he's picked up in any league that you're in. But if you were the one to get Deontay Foreman, you may be onto something. But you don't know. Adrian Peterson, you know, you thought was going to be leading the team in touches, not so much. Jerry McNichols has been not really that exact. So my point, I guess it's similar to what you were saying. Like you don't know, you don't know who it's going to be. And until you do know, until somebody grabs this backfield um, and, and runs away with it, which I think at this point, fantasy owners are hoping it's Deontay Foreman. Peterson has his role and McN- McNichols is settling into strictly a pass catching guy, but you don't know. Uh, and, until you do know, avoid this backfield. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, running backs by committee is, is rough. I mean, the Eagles have made it work these last couple of weeks just because they're running for like 200 yards. So there's a lot of, you know, mouths to feed, but there's also a lot of food to go around. Um, so if you, if you started any one of these guys, you have a decent enough week. Um, right. But, you know, uh, that's why I, against the Saints, I obviously fade, I say fade them just because you don't know who's going to be. Plus, you're going to get against a pretty good defense, but the same rules applies to this, uh, the Texans or the Titans. Um, although I would say that, I mean, against the Texans, someone's going to get. Well, that that's my point. Look, let, let me be clear. I don't hate if the matchup. Foreman, yeah. I don't hate. I don't hate the matchup. However, you don't know. Like you can assume that's going to be Foreman. Watch McNichols is going to go off. Like you don't don't you don't know. So. If I had Until, a choice, like you, you'd pick Foreman if you had to. Yes, but like I have Peterson There's, in a couple leagues, and I will not be starting him. No, and I've, I, I mean, I have Peterson in a league. I've seen Peterson dropped in some leagues, and I, uh, I mean, most people are would not be starting him unless it's an absolute emergency. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, no, avoid the backfield until. A clear roles have been determined, which who knows? It may not be. That's kind of what the Titans have been doing. Um, but that will do it, Taylor, for this week's episode of Sports with a Z and a T. That was uh, college football and a whole lot of NFL ending with our fantasy studs and duds. Uh, Corbin Burns and Robbie Ray are your Cy Young winners, which I have a huge problem with because Zach Wheeler, uh, I thought was a clear favorite for Cy Young. Uh <laughs> Corbin Burns only threw 167 innings and had a slight ERA uh, boost over Wheeler, and Wheeler had more wins. But you know what? Okay, sorry. And Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray ran away with the uh, American League Cy Young. Uh, congratulations to those two. MVP comes out tonight. Um, hopefully, Bryce Harper does does great things, and I, I would be stunned if the AL MVP is someone else outside of Shohei Otani and or Vlad Jr. Um, I'm going, I'm going Otani, not to take away, not to take anything away from Vlad, but I'm going to go with Otani. Um, I agree. My buddy, uh, we, we taught, and of course I bet a lot and he bets a lot. Um, we know a lot of people that bet a lot. Um, 
he has a friend that before the season started did a $10 parlay on Otani and Harper to be MVPs to win two grand. So he is on pins and needles for Thursday night to hear that decision. That is a fantastic bet. I mean, good for him. Um, That honestly, those are my two picks, Otani and Harper. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, But that's probably the most baseball talk we'll have because uh, I mean, outside of free agency, because we might not have a baseball season next year. So, yeah, we'll see. Sorry. And then the NBA, uh, you know, half the teams, their stars have COVID. So I'm not going to talk. No. <laughs> we're not, we're not really going to talk NBA until ben Christmas is getting time. fined, right? That's, that's the deal. Uh, ben like, Simmons is getting time. fined. He was talking about going, to, I, whatever it, it is what it is. He's they saying the, Boston sick. Uh, he's saying the Sixers don't have his best interest. They're using his mental health, quote unquote, mental health crisis against him. Uh, whatever, whatever, Ben. Um, I got like, look, I'm I'm so damn over it. I really am. I like, I, I'm just make it end. Just just rip <laughs> off the bandaid and get something for him, and let's move on. Uh, That's what I was uh, saying. Just I do sh- it. Just do it at this point. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I, I just want, you know, I, I just want to move on and, and build this team around Embiid and, and that Tyrese Maxi. Ty, Maxi is unbelievable. Um, but no, we'll we'll get there. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it closer to the holidays because at this point, like half the favorites are losing four or five games in a row because they're sitting out their players. The Nets, the Nets just got obliterated. Uh, your Heat have been kind of up and down lately like every the, right. bucks, the bucks aren't in a playoff spot lebron has a play the, the best the best team um, in the league by far this season right now is the warriors and they list they look great other than sure. that you know it is it's what it been is up and down for most teams it's november of it's november of the nba season it is what it is uh, but we would like to thank you guys for tuning in to this this week's episode of Sports with a Z and a T. Not and of made course, for Philly. not made for Philly. That's tomorrow, maybe. Um, <laughs> we, we've been having we've been having issues just with our schedules getting that show underway. It's especially this time of year. I, I mean, I started a new job. My co-host is in college. My other co-host is a teacher. So it to get that show together is a lot harder than this one. Um, so that's why sometimes it's just, uh, you know, it, it happens if it happens, but uh, no, thank you guys for listening to sports with a Z and a T for Taylor. I am Bryce. We are presented by Godzilla media sponsored by Mohawk Con Johnstone supply in Troy. And of course, saving face barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. We will catch you next week for a Thanksgiving a uh, week special, I guess I could say. Uh, we're, yeah. we're not obviously it's not a Thanksgiving Day special, although we will drop on Thanksgiving. Uh, we will so yeah, we'll 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 cater it to Thanksgiving. We'll 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 tease our <laughs> listeners for that one. Um, but uh, have a good week. Enjoy another big weekend of football. Stay safe out there, and we will catch you next week right here on Sports with a Z and a T. See ya.